0: Today's guest, Michaela Matusch.
1: Might sound very, very simple, but be bold. Dare to be bold, and this is exactly what you also just said, and what we were already talking about. Just do it, and I also love one quote. So sorry for quoting so much, but I I love to have quotes because they are so true, and I think they are so inspirational. I love the quote of Richard Branson when he says, "If someone offers you an amazing opportunity and you're not sure you can do it, say yes and learn how to do it later." And I think this is so important, especially for women, because there's also a huge difference. I And I do not want to talk about like stereotypes, but I have experienced it myself that women rather tend to overthink, especially such situations when they have the opportunity that they have a great leader who really sees them in a new role and wants to promote them, that they are... uh, Thinking, oh, well, am I good enough? Can I do it? Should I do it? And where I experienced like rather my male friends, they're bolder. They just said, well, yeah, I will do it. And I believe in myself and let's go for it. And, And I would love to see more women also to have this kind of mindset and way of thinking.
0: Michaela is from Munich. And we talked about her journey as a female young chief people officer and a female leader. She was also an entrepreneur first and all her learnings, she got through her diverse background um, in becoming a female leader, especially with deep dived on main three learnings she had. It was the impact of mentoring, the impact of her network and also the reflections, how she is perceived and how you are perceived as a person and to be bold. So it was a real episode full of passion and you can could feel it from the energy. So Stay tuned and uh, enjoy And we also made it shorter because on LinkedIn, I did a survey and asked for what's the right length. We tried to keep it below 30 minutes, but it was full of content. So we ended up at around 40 minutes.
1: Then you can build trust and then you can spend less time communicating and more time just getting shit done. Then I went
0: home and, and thought about this
1: sentence. We basically put it on the table. Hiring takes time. People are trained. How to
0: objectively judge certain situations. It's
1: very, 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 very hard to change things. That was the learning. Entrepreneurs with empathy. On the people's side.
0: Good morning, Michaela. How are you today?
1: Hi, Thomas. I'm fine. Thank you so much for, yeah, inviting me. So I'm looking very much forward and feeling, feeling great. Thanks. Yes. We also <laughs> need to disclaim
0: here when we record the episode. It's really beautiful outside and um, I already had a lovely morning walk, so I'm in a very good mood. How about you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, same here. And it's just said, weather finally spring is here. So this makes such a huge difference. Unbelievable. You have a total different energy.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. And uh, Michela, you are in Munich, right?
1: Yes, exactly. Yes, I, I was born around the near area and live in Munich. Yeah.
0: So maybe we start with um you telling us um us a bit more about yourself.
1: Yes, happy to. Yeah, so my name is Michaela Matos. I'm 33 years old and work as chief people officer for a company named Senshare, uh based in Munich. We're a software company um yeah, working globally as our headquarters is uh, also based in Munich as I just said. And uh, yeah, maybe a few words about uh, myself. So because I think um I'm probably not the, the quite a common um, or I do not have the quite common usual CV um, so far. So I already had the chance to experience different things within my past. And um, yeah, I think what is quite, quite special probably also about me that I'm a quite yeah, young um, female leader in the tech industry. Quite, quite new, always dreamed to do uh, this kind of step and um, have also a background of two nationalities. So my parents um, are originally from Slovakia but I was born and raised here in Germany so I grew up with both cultures but I have to say that I feel quite um connected to Bavaria <laughs> so uh yeah this thing um maybe some some personal things about me and um uh, yeah um maybe also what what people often connect to me as the topic of female empowerment so this is something that has accompanied me through my my whole life so far yeah
0: and what what do you think makes you not the typical um CV person
1: um, I think that I have not like the the typical career path maybe also like um, people starting with their studies then maybe going into a, a bigger company and doing their development there but what I actually did after I um, finished my school I decided to do or to start apprenticeship because um, I really wanted to dig deeper into the practical side of, of the company work and not to do um, um, studies and um, yeah then I had the chance to really touch very different um, industries, starting from the tourism industry, going to the IT sector, to the media sector. Um, in between, I then decided to start my studies at the Technical University because I wanted to combine um, my practical experience still with um, theoretical experience and um, decided to um, yeah study health sciences, which is probably also not quite Common for many HR people. And then during that time, because you probably know students' life, especially in Munich, is, is uh, expensive, I had extreme various jobs I did in the meantime. And by that, I had the chance to start my own business. So therefore, I gained oh. also some entrepreneurial experience. What and business? This is actually a funny thing, I would say, because I um, worked together with a company um, who was producing handmade jewelry and accessories. And this was a company um, founded with the vision to um, support 100,000 women to find financial independence because this is still an issue and topic for women. So therefore, we build like a business model and that we offered to every woman by selling handmade jewelry and accessories. They could build up their own business, which was a direct selling approach together combined with the e-commerce approach. And they could, yeah, build up their own uh, business. And I helped those women to build their business, to grow and had at the end a team of yeah about 60 women and one man, (laughs) Uh, which was quite interesting to gain yeah those entrepreneurial and also leadership skills.
0: Wow, that's a really... Um sounds like a passion.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it is. It is You can feel
0: so. the energy. That's good. I love it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it is indeed. Yeah. So because you have a real purpose there. Yeah, I think.
0: And what I also could say, that's maybe what I can put um as an add-on, how we met. I think you are also super curious because um once I think you visited my profile and then I oh, I'm also curious and asked, <laughs> Hey. Um we I think we connected and then just wanted to Um, touch base because um, it's not usually that chief people officers visit random profiles. Usually there is something behind and you just wanted to check out other chief people officers. And I was, they're on LinkedIn found, I think, at TaxFix when you checked out Eva or something, right?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. It's I'm totally amazed that you still remember that. So good. Uh, of detail. course. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, indeed, because as you just said, I I would call myself rather curious. And what I always try to see, um, okay, what is happening within the industry, and also to look for role models also for myself, um, to see okay, how people, as you just mentioned, chief people officers have developed. What is their their background? What were their career paths so far? What have they they done where have they been uh, because this inspires me and uh, yeah and this was exactly as you just said that the connection then how we met finally yeah
0: and then also it was in a time when I did not have the podcast just the idea but I also I think I told you right I will launch yes. it and when once I launch it I want to interview you then yeah, <laughs> and now and it's was, happening yes
1: yeah. <laughs> yes that's amazing because I really love you. you 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 announced it and you you followed your vision and you kept your promise which is really yes. great so I'm really and, grateful and and
0: we will also have Eva on the show um it's just cool. a bit tough tough with her um on the schedule because we had to reschedule one or two times um but now i think next week when we record this so maybe she will be the guest after you or one one after the uh, the next guest so All so great. stay tuned also for it
1: oh cool so much looking forward <laughs> to it nice <laughs> okay
0: um yeah uh, great so let's maybe um jump into a topic because you also said that you are really passionate about women in leadership um what yes what how do you see the topic and what makes you so passionate about
1: um. Well, that's a very good question. I think what makes me passionate about it is that I truly believe, and I I think also this is like no secret, we have proven evidence that diverse teams, and of course diversity is a wide thing, but maybe staying with the topic of um, female and male or regarding gender diversity, um, that diverse teams are more successful in the end. They're more innovative, they're more creative. And what I personally experienced in my career so far that I not had often a lot of female role models because it was always rather male dominated and therefore it's just said with Eva Eva this was the case that I just oh wow there is a woman and wow cool let's see um um what what she did and Yeah, so I think this is still an issue that there are not enough female role models and female leaders in general, um, not visible enough. And I think we have to actively work on it to really make this happen that we um, empower more women, um, especially, of course, now talking about my industry where I work now in a tech industry to, um, yeah, to empower women On the first hand to join the industry, but of course, also then to to step into leadership roles as well, because I think those are actually rather two things and um, there is a lot of work still to do on on both um, sides. Yeah.
0: And do you now have found some role models?
1: um yes i have indeed i'm not sure if i can um, also name a few <laughs> but uh, yes I, I i have definitely so um, this is why i um yeah l- love to to also look at linkedin profiles i listen myself a lot to podcasts So i, I love this um yeah uh, f- kind of um, medium to really get in touch with with those people and their their minds and their ideas because you can learn a lot from them so yeah definitely it, it has um developed um for the best and especially within the startup um scene i think which is quite big of course in, in berlin in munich also now luckily and um, there are a lot of great women definitely yeah
0: and how is it with um, yourself what was your personal leadership journey
1: um yeah so i think it's a bit also connected to that what what i, I just um, mentioned before when i um entered my also entrepreneurial um ground so um I always used to be, I would say, a person that um was taking over um ownership and responsibility. It started just so like very going very, very back to the to the youth times where I was youth chancellor of my city and of course also in wooden sports. I think this is quite common for a lot of people. But I realized that it always takes people who step out, who dare to be bold and to um yeah, just make things happen. And I often realized that also among my uh yeah my my friends and also my personal network it was often not the case that those were the, the female um types but rather always like rather boys or men doing so therefore um yeah i would say i was more or less sometimes forced to do it because there was no one else but i realized okay i like to do that and this was then like going through my career and um yeah when i just um I had the, the chance to gain those entrepreneurial experiences. This was, of course, a huge, huge value also for my personal development and also for my career because, um, yeah, I could prove that I um, I learned leadership also by doing it. Of course, you can always attend trainings, and I did that, of course. And uh, this is just, of course, one, one thing. You always have to um, get new input to learn and to train and develop yourself. But I think it's also important to... Yeah, do, just do it, right? And to learn it on the job and just to, to always do it, get feedback. Reflect yourself again and then, then learn again. So this is like the learning journey, I would call it. And yeah, and I think that this supported me also then to become um, the next step when I um, finished my entrepreneurial career, because this was unfortunately during the COVID phase. So the company had to stop its business. Um, but then, um, during that, I already had like been working student within another company and I got promoted there and then soon became also a team lead there. So, um, yeah, this helped me in my personal. Personal and um, also professional development in my leadership career.
0: And what what do you think are the top three maybe learnings or mistakes um, you faced in your journey? Maybe first start with with learnings or, or wins.
1: Yes, yes, happy to. So um, I would say that um, I had the the great opportunity to have um, great mentors, um, and this doesn't necessarily need to be like my direct boss or um, someone like working maybe in the same team or department, but I had always a great mentor where I could learn from who supported me and who always, um, yeah, empowered me in believing in myself and in just exactly the the thing that I just mentioned, just doing it. Right. So I think this is such a great value and impact. And I would always recommend everyone look that you find a mentor for yourself or, um, if you if you have of course the best way is always to have like a great boss that that supports you that um that really makes sure that you can you can have a a space and feel an environment where you can develop and i also had that luck i I need to stop you here before
0: we go further how do you find a mentor
1: yeah that's a good question i think i heard one quote sometime and i that that kept and i kept that in my mind because it says you cannot found a mentor it is found somehow and uh, what i always did is that i looked for people um they're already already there where i want to get right so this was for me always my kind of um um, guiding principle that I looked for people who were there where I want to get so because I think you if you will like always stay where you are there will be like no progress and movement so I always looked for people and this could be for one hand um, on a on a personal side of course they are, were personalities that I were really um, looking up to they were having like career progressions and career paths that were inspiring me and I said okay I want to also achieve that and um, also maybe on a, on a financial side is something that is not often mentioned but especially for women, you know, gender pay gaps and things. This is also a big topic. So I looked up to women where I said, wow, they have gained a certain financial independence. So I want to surround myself with them because I want to um, learn how they got where they got. So this was one of my guiding principles. And I followed those people. I I reached out to them, of course, got, got in touch with them and of course, people are always busy, so you cannot say, well, hi, I'm here, and uh, can I be your mentee? But you have to show the people that you have an interest in them. And I also always ask, hey, what can I maybe bring in? What can I do to support you so that they see there is a real honest interest, but also that it's not like only um, taking their time from them, but really wanting to bring in some value. And then it's all about building relationships. So this is what what I experienced really build the relationship. And then it was actually, as I said at the quote before, we just found each other. And then, yeah, it was like, I, we never said, well, can you be my mentor now? But it was, it just developed, right? So, And um,
0: do you have an example of maybe one mentor, um, how you got to her or him?
1: Yeah. Um, Yes, I have, and this was a person, um, especially during my entrepreneurial um, time, where um, I just just met her um, already years or years back. So, and we did not have any contact, and she already knew me, which is a funny thing when I was a little girl, uh, because we lived in the same hometown, and then contact was was lost. And luckily, due to social media, we found some years later each other again. And I just saw, okay, she was always posting some nice pictures, and they were always having fun and attending events and she was always just telling well now we have a new partner within um uh, our network onboarded and things like that and it made me really curious so I asked okay what are you doing and hey we have met so far let's just meet up for a coffee and then she she just told me about her business and I was so excited I said okay well I want to do that what do I need to do and this was how we just met and um she saw that I just brought this willingness into and this motivation and this, um, yeah, this, this power. And she she appreciated it by saying, okay, if you need support, I will support you. But um, I also want to see that you're doing something, right? Not just only taking, but doing. And she saw that I really, from the first day started to build a yeah, rather big business. And um, that's how, how we then became like um, this, this mentor and mentee uh, relationship constellation.
0: In case you like my show, please subscribe. I would really appreciate it. I think that's so true to just be um, pragmatic there, yeah. get things done and yeah. also believe in what you what you do, because then also others um, join the journey, right?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, that's so nice that you say that, Thomas, because I absolutely, truly believe that it's it's what you what you give is what you get returned. It is absolutely the case. And if you get in the energy, you will attract other people that will match your energy, right? And you will then surround yourself with the right people. And there's also a nice saying, which is absolutely um, true, what I have experienced so far. And it's also one of my guiding principles. You will be always the average of the five people you surround yourself with the most. And you can really... Bring that to all topics of your life, depending on the quality of your relationships, also your financial status, your your professional development. And it's always mm-hmm. that your your environment, especially the people you you surround yourself with, is so important.
0: That's really true. Um, I also do it in, in in exactly that way, as you mentioned it. So it's also my blueprint. So thank you also cool. for, for sharing it again. And cool. I think now as an entrepreneur, what is really cool Is that I have the full independence Mm -hmm. of what I want to do next as a business owner. And I have the, um, let's say, independence to also hire paid consultants Mm -hmm. in a certain area of, I know that they are very good at um, in a certain field. And then I can hire them to work with me on PeopleWise, for instance to figure out how can we translate for instance, that certain principles that they already know from other industries or from other environments into Mm -hmm. our environment. Um, And then working, let's say in in one area, for instance, like let's call it revenue. Then I have now somebody um, working with me on some growth stuff, on some revenue stuff from the industry, but also from B2B SaaS to just Mm -hmm. get the best principles out of there and try uh, and test things out. Additionally, also, was what you said spending time with a lot of people who already have been there and done that and so on but also additionally have somebody way more junior um Mm -hmm. in the team as well to also have a fresh perspective that they just think in a very naive way
1: (laughs) yes yes, (laughs) which which,
0: where you would never think of and all of these components for me this is currently like really really outstanding and um, every day it feels like um A new adventure. Yeah, (laughs) I I, can imagine. That's that's so cool. I just wanted to add it because I'm also so passionate about this um, pragmatic mentoring topic and so on to also get into practical doing, right? Because some people, they maybe look for mentors or are in those mentoring groups and then maybe nothing is happening. Yeah, that's not so cool.
1: Exactly. This is a very good example you just mentioned. I experienced that also myself where I joined a certain network and it started, but then it somehow did not really yeah, work out and it was like a real, a real debt thing, I would say. So I really love your approach and what you just said also now that not only you're experiencing that, By yourself but you're creating again also new relationships by doing that also for the junior person you just mentioned this is amazing to to be in in his or her situation and to have those people around i think
0: as well and it 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 creates also a bit of i would say loyalty but not in a in a way that you feel you owe somebody something but because the incentive for everyone is the same and everybody gets so much out of it that's so good if you have these motivations aligned Wow, powerful. You can really move.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah, I see that the same way.
0: <laughs> okay, true. so so yeah. f- first learning mentoring. What are the other
1: yes, two? Maybe the, the second is a, uh, actually a quite good connection now. What, what we already talked about, it's um, very close to that. So what I learned is also, might sound very, very simple, but be bold dare to be bold and this is exactly what what you also just said and what we were already talking about just do it and I also love one quote so sorry for quoting so much but I, I love to have quotes because they are so true and I think they're so inspirational I love the quote of Richard Branson when he says if someone offers you an amazing opportunity and you're not sure you can do it say yes and learn how to do it later and I think this is so important especially for women because there's also a a huge difference. I, and I do not want to talk about like stereotypes, but I have experienced it myself that women rather tend to overthink, um, especially such, such situations when, when they have the opportunity that they have a great leader who really sees them in a new role and wants to promote them that they are, uh, Thinking, oh well, am I good enough? Can I do it? Should I do it? And um, where I experienced, like rather, um, my male friends, they they're bolder. They just said, well, yeah, I will do it, and I believe in myself, and let's go for it. And and I would love to see more people and um, uh, to see more women also to to have this kind of mindset and way of thinking. So therefore, um, it was also applying to myself. I I also never had like. A, leaded a team of 60 uh, women before when i joined the business and i didn't know what was coming and expecting but you you go with the flow you grow with your way and of course it's not happening by itself you have to work uh, on it and you have to train yourself develop yourself but it's exactly as it is in this quote you will learn then by doing it and therefore the first important thing is do it yes do it and even in the worst case when you will um, realize or it will turn out to be not the right decision there is it's not a one way door i think you can always change right your your um decision in in that certain um yeah environment or circumstances yeah,
0: definitely and i think it's also just also important then to manage the expectations that people are then not disappointed because you were a bit too bold
1: yes <laughs> but yes. of course also not yes. insecure
0: that nobody trusts you and um y- also, also gets insecure in, okay, can the person deliver or can yes. I trust? So I think it needs to be a good balance.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. I totally agree with you. But what I also learned is that if there is someone who is offering you something, for example, let's say with the example, a new promotion, a, a leadership role, then, then the person has confidence in you because you just said it's not like a total riskful decision. Well, let's put just... Maybe someone on the CEO a chair, right? But there you have a proven track record. You seem Mm. to have and show that you're capable of taking over this role. So there is someone believing in you, and also within a company, it's normally not the case that only one person decides. But there maybe the management has taken the decision. So there are people who are trusting in you. They see you have the capability and the skills. So if they are. Um, trusting in you and believing in you then you are um, also the one who should do that so therefore this was also yeah I think for me that I that I learned and yeah have seen a lot I
0: I would say I also have a a female role model there Um, and that's my co-founder Mina because we work together since five six years already and um, I am this typical male I can do it (laughs) (laughs)
1: which is good yeah
0: (laughs) yes but but, but to be honest she is even more in that sense but way more um way more on the she plans that really out and comes with Mm -hmm. a clear plan and for me it's Mm -hmm. more okay we make it happen somehow and then i I, i'm a bit more the stumble upon it and figure it out somehow Mm -hmm. but how she is doing that in, in 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 her way I often really learn a lot and that's so powerful because we can really move fast together and um, we are fully equal with everything, but also a very, very diverse team um, from background, from the way we operate, from the things we like, from um, the the style we operate. The only common thing we really would have very similar where you could not even put a piece of paper in there is the aligned goals. And that's so nice.
1: <laughs> cool. Um, wow. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. That's such a it's such a powerful combination that you two as a team. Wow, amazing.
0: And I, uh, but I can agree it's not so easy to build that because we both um first really needed to trust with all the economic situations all the time that change and so on, right? Um into ourselves and into our approach and sometimes the uh, things really looked bad, mm-hmm. but just the the mindset in here Mm -hmm. that okay you can do it also against the odds if you then really believe in that you can make it happen and that's really 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 important and um i think what you also just said is super interesting to say if there is somebody are offering you something already or asking you they already believe in you so also sometimes go with the perception right and Mm -hmm. um then grow into that perception even if you don't perceive yourself in that way already
1: Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. It's it's uh, nice how you summarize that. Absolutely. And it's it's not saying that. Well, it will be not maybe also sometimes a tough journey, or that as I just said, you of course have to learn, you have to do. But yeah, that's that's part of the journey. But again, just you have to do the first first step in that case. Yeah.
0: And this is also what I saw with um, some people in maybe the head of director level um, that they sometimes are stuck they feel stuck they don't know what's the next step or what are they even good at mm-hmm. and then when somebody externally is looking at them mm-hmm. um, I can really see a certain spike or profile mm-hmm. where I would say yeah that would be maybe your journey or your career direction but they are maybe sometimes um, as you said not bold enough to believe in yourself that that would be the right direction but it's also a bit of you really need to want it right
1: yes Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You need to want it, and you have to be open for it. And maybe um, I think this is also again a very nice bridge you just made, um, Thomas, to to also my third learning. And um, I I love that you just said you sometimes need people around you who can just show you somehow the mirror in a positive way, right? So because you you do not see maybe even if you face like a like a face you mentioned where you might be not sure what's the next thing to do to ask your peers and to ask your network so what do you see as my strength what do you um appreciate about our collaboration what do you um yeah maybe see also something unique i i bring into uh, into the working environment into the world into our relationship so this helps a lot and i think for that you need a a good Network. So I think network is also something. So this would be like my, my third learning that, that helped me a lot. And what I also just have seen proven a track record in, within other uh, people's um, lives, that this is so empowering and so important. And network is, of course, like a huge, huge wording. But this means on the one hand of course, your personal network, right? So people that know you very well, this can be your network within your your own company. So I have also like my peers where I work very closely together and they know me very well and they know also when we have tough situations stressful situations how how each other reacts and what you need to do then to to um, balance maybe also sometimes emotions that that's pretty normal i would say but this is so powerful if you have people and you know each other so well but also to brighten that network and of course nowadays we have brilliant possibilities with social media but Of course, this is sometimes um, staying rather on a maybe superficial or rather distanced um, um, level. So I really appreciate also... Going out and meeting people. And I did that, for example, of course, before the pandemic situation started, I attended really like so many network meetings within Munich, right? So because this is the easiest way you can, you can just look them up. There are so many networks and most of them are open. You can just join. Um, I love to use Meetup, for example, for various topics. And I met so many amazing people where you never know ways always will cross earlier or later and you will never know whom you will get to know and it's not about only like um job opportunities that might arise but you you always learn from those people you you connect with them then also on social media they post something you you get inspired you get in touch with new areas and topics and this is so powerful i think on all the three three levels that i just mentioned
0: yeah i agree and what are the networks you would recommend or what really shaped you
1: um, those were a rather local one. So, um, I, I think there were, there's just one network, which is, uh, in Munich called, um, I think Munich Business Diamonds Club. I'm not sure if they're still active, for example, but which was also quite nice. They always met in the Bayerische Hof at the, at the bar. And this was very just, yeah, everyone could attend and I met various people i can i cannot really um summarize that it were so interesting personalities that i just I just met right so that th- there was not always like directly an, an output of that new relationship so that you had immediately like a way of collaborating but that doesn't matter because we connected we we then met and with some people you you never met again that's also totally fine but maybe this is just to to mention one non-network and a lot of um local meetups um yeah, I used really. I can I can recommend that where we, for example, one meetup was we we met because the initiator talked about um, the book and now um, das Café am Rande der Welt. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I probably you know it. I'm just lacking at the moment the name of the author. I'm sure I will have it in a minute. So we just met because all those people read the book and they were just so fascinated by it. And we discussed about it. And again, Mm -hmm. I I met like new customers out of that, for example, right? Or friendships even in the end. Yeah.
0: That's cool. By the way, networking, Munich. I plan to fly to Munich end of or mid of June to do some podcasts and also meet Mm -hmm. some customers there. So I also plan to do a dinner um, wow, for
1: cool.
0: For like CHROs and so on in the evening. So you are invited if you want to come.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Thomas. I love to come. Yeah, thank you so much. Happy And to- then I
0: tried to I try to organize some people from the from the peer group. Um and mm-hmm. then maybe we have ten, fifteen people sitting together and having a nice dinner.
1: Perfect. And this is, I, I love that as as well because this is also such a great and, and uh, yeah, valuable thing. So really amazing that you just offer this opportunity because yeah, it's so powerful to meet these people in this scenario.
0: Yeah, it's really, really helpful because you also lis- can listen into the same problems and also some solutions from different environments. So yes. I think it also needs to be very qualitative high. And if it's too big and too open, it's getting more transactional, but you then yes. need to more follow-up, but if it's more, a smaller group, um, more curated, then I think the event itself can also be very, very valuable. So for instance, yesterday I was at a um, a summit from HV Capital and there was also other VCs who also organized something much bigger and I, I would say it was just I think limited to 400 people which is still big um, but all those 400 people I do, did not talk to any everybody but to a lot of people and there was so so many high qualitative people from founders to investors to very relevant um service providers that support the ecosystem where I would say I, I know the people maybe from LinkedIn it, it felt like a bit being um, in a in a in a video game <laughs> ca- catching catching Pokemons, <laughs> um, but this is really really so true with the network. So I think it's it's so valuable and um, also having a bit the time and openness to just per- perceive and also see okay what's maybe the added value you can provide or you can get from it or somebody else can get from it to then yes. connect right.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. And you just mentioned one thing that also just reminded me of an interesting or important learning um, to turn also online context into real context, right? To meet people because it is, it is different if you meet like in person finally and you really have talked to the people in, in person. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is amazing.
0: In case you have any feedback or anything you want to share with me, please send me an email on thomas at peoplewise.com or hit me up on LinkedIn. And in case you really enjoy the show, please subscribe. I would really appreciate it. And um, maybe, so we have the uh, good learnings now, three of them. Number one, mentoring. Number two, boldness. Number three, um, network peers and also reflecting together with them. (laughs) So what do you think? How can you make um, the whole or maybe munich or our industry make the whole um female leadership topic uh, a bit more accessible maybe as well because i think it's also mainly on this classical white male um who are mm-hmm. sitting on the on the seat um what, what can they do and also what can the female soon to be leaders do
1: mm-hmm. in your opinion yeah. This is a very, very great question. So, uh yeah, actually, indeed, it is a challenge, but I think there are certain things you can do. And by the way, it just happened that the, the name of the author came to my mind. It's John Strolecki. Yeah, so I think this is a very inspiring person, if I can name it here, for many others, his books. And so, yeah, what I think they're like basically things that you could do, especially as a company, rather when you're acting like... um Externally, but also internally. So maybe, um, to start with, um, the first side. So of course, when you want to get more, um, females also in in leadership roles you have to start also like even earlier and i think i mentioned that before it's not only about the leadership role but it's in general and bringing um, women into the tech industry empowering them right and this starts of course very very early so i think there is a huge journey still to go because we should already start when when kids attend school right to really make sure that we step out of those kind of stereotype thinking when you ask boys or girls, what do you want to become when you're an adult, right? What is your wish for your profession in the future? So that we we um, achieve that girls are um, interested in technical jobs, right? That they are uh, really curious about it. And one I would say a rather simple measure that companies can use is and um, taking part in the Girls and Boys Day, right? So where you as a company can invite five girls and to to show them, hey, what what we do as a company? They can really meet um, IT or tech people. They can they can accompany them for a day and just see why, well, how this hmm. is like working, right? So to really make sure that they're the very early stage in their development have the the access and and and. Touch points with with the industry, right? So this would be one thing, and um, secondly, I think it's really important in the in the whole field of talent acquisition and recruiting that you make sure that you you make the the access um, to the company, yeah. When we stay to that um, topic, um, make more easier for for we for female applicants, and one and um, also quite um, yeah, nice measure that we have made very positive experience with is uh, we use um, a gender decoder for our um, job ads right because um, it is interesting that um, without realizing it we often use language that is um, subtly gender coded right so of course society has, has still certain expectations on what men and women are like right so maybe to give you one example uh, which i love the word and um, bossy is something that we actually s- randomly or barely use to describe men it's rather used to describe women right so this is without that we're noticing it like this is happening on a total unconscious level we relate that rather with with women than with men right so just to give you an example and and research has shown that it that it um, puts women off applying to certain um, job um, jobs when the job ad is like formulated on a rather masculine um, coded language, right? So what we do, we use the, the um, gender decoder. There are quite a lot uh, at the moment also available on the internet, and you can just put there your job ad in, and it shows you where there might be words or, or formulations that be that might be rather masculine um, coded, right? So just naming randomly, if there is often mentioned the word decision-making, decision-making, this might sound quite hard, quite muscular, right? So that it will be not, um, yeah, attractive to, to women when they read what through it. What would
0: be, for instance, the female, more female um, or feminine version? Yeah, I just
1: wanted to say, I cannot say you like an exact opposite word right now, but but you can then maybe rephrase it in in, in not using the, the kind of word decision-making, but yeah, think of how you could rephrase it to, to not mm. use this word again, right? To, I don't know, maybe to say... Um, yeah that's a good question I would need to think about it to, to be honest but um to really show you that and I think need... this
0: is also why it's pro- why it's a problem because it's not yeah. so easy
1: <laughs> yes exactly exactly you see it is it is the case yeah so we our recruiting team then says uh, and okay looks at it and says, okay now we really need to dig our uh, dig deeper into that and find a a, a neutral wording, and it's not the case that you like I you want of course someone who is capable of taking decisions right and who is a strong leader and, and 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 can also take tough decisions it's not about putting that kind of skill out of the job ad right but it's about rephrasing it and finding other other wordings for that right and it is also proven that it's not the case that men will then not feel uh, uh yeah attracted by the job ad because you you change the wording but it's the other way around for for women right
0: mm. Yeah, definitely. And what are the gender decoders you can recommend? I just put them in the show notes.
1: Um, well, let me just just check. We use one. It is. Um, I can maybe just share the link with you. Yes, and then yeah, I it. Yeah, then yeah, I will. I will share that with you. Perfect.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, and um, maybe because I did a survey and asked a bit also my audience and listened to my network um, on the right podcast episode length, and they said it's it should be below 45 minutes definitely but could also be below 30 we are now at minute 38 or something so maybe Mm -hmm. let's wrap it up shortly Mm -hmm. um what what do you think is a person that i don't know but you know that i should interview
1: yeah that's a very very good question (laughs) i i have to give it a thought but and the first person that came to my mind is actually sabine sabine menke she is um My counterpart of our sister company, so she's the um, director uh, people uh, of the company Facelift. So we're all belonging to um, the Dumont Group and the United Group. So um, I work with her very, very closely, and I would say that a lot of the topics I mentioned also are same for her. So she would be like part of my network. We have a regular exchange. So we work for different companies, but we, as you just said, you do not always. Start everything from scratch by yourself, but I always ask her, or the other way around. She asks me, "Hey, how do you handle this topic? Or this? How did you tackle this challenge? So, um, did you already come up with a solution if there is a law change, right? For example, and and things like that. So, um, we work very very closely, and she's also very, um, yeah, I would say bold person who has also proven track record within her career, and um, yeah, I would say we, we learn a lot from each other, which is also nice to see, and I really appreciate also about her and. She says she can also learn and we have also an age gap. So we're not the same age, but it doesn't feel like that. Right. So um, and that's also nice to see that it's never a matter of age or or yeah, um, or or those kind of factors. But um, you can always learn from each other. Right.
0: That's great. And also um, when I do the episode with Eva, what should I ask her? Because you really wanted to look her up as well. So maybe I can also ask a bit in, in what you wanted to know.
1: Yeah, oh, that's that's great. Thank you for asking me. Uh, yeah, definitely. I would love to hear about what are her three greatest um, tips or hacks um, to all yeah, women and female leaders. And of course, also a man can, can learn from that. But what helped her the most within her career and her development?
0: I will do that. I took oh. a note on it.
1: Ah, oh, perfect. Thank you so much, Thomas. <laughs>
0: and to wrap, to wrap it up, any final words?
1: That's a good question. I think maybe just to also empower maybe some companies that might be listening. Um, I think it's so important that we make role models visible. So I can only, yeah, maybe just address everyone to if you have like female role models make them visible talk about them make them visible also internally so that you talk about the career path of of um yeah women within your company to empower and inspire other women in your company that they can do it too right but also externally to share this also on on the media um yeah possibilities we have nowadays and i think it's really important that also the managements open themselves for new ideas, disruptive ways of thinking. And this means also for uncommon or rather uncommon CVs and career paths. So um, I have met such great um, experience with um, yeah um, hiring people who have not the ideal management path which was probably uh, yeah common back in the 80s or 90s so we times have changed and we have to be open we have um, to start and um, yeah disruptive ways disruptive ways of thinking and um, yeah just be teachable to also learn from the fresher newer generations the younger ones because as you said also in your case they bring in sometimes yeah naive ways of thinking which might turn out at the end to be very very um, good and very um, uh, intelligent in bringing in new ideas and innovation creativity and in the end also yeah positive outcome
0: great thank you
1: (laughs) thank you thomas was nice to speak to you